Hello there. You're listening to Shay Spills Podcast. And here's your host, Shilano. Hello there. Hey everyone, Shalane here. I'm so sorry for the delay of the podcast episodes. Um, unfortunately, my editor of the podcast, Judge, had a newborn baby. And on top of that, unfortunately, they had a family bereavement in his family um, at the time of these episodes were being recorded. Um, so there will be a little backlog of podcast episodes for you all. But do not worry, we're going to be pushing them out every week, once a week, hopefully for you for the next five to six weeks to catch up for the summer. Um, so this episode is Stonewell Inn in New York. And uh, is one of the episodes I was talking about for um, when I was heading to America. And this would have been april's so enjoy i hope you enjoyed this and i will see you guys all then hello everyone uh welcome to the podcast i hope you're well so this is going to be march's uh new york city episode as i said we we're going to do each month till may an episode about new york city and history and true crime wise um so obviously the last episode was on the uh irish gang this month it is about Stonewell uh, riot that happened in New York City. So, with no further ado, let's crack on and uh, enjoy. It's a summer night on June 28th in 1969. A busy night for a bar in Greenwich Village, Lower Manhattan, New York City, is Stonewell Inn where there were a lot of people drinking and having a good time until police arrived and arrested everyone in the bar. Now you're wondering why were they being arrested? Stonewell Inn happened to be owned by the Mafia, but also it was a bar for gay, lesbian and queer people at the time. That night, over 205 people were in the bar drinking and socialising at the inn. Two undercover cops entered the bar early that evening to gather visual evidence while the public morals squad waited outside for a signal. When they were ready, the undercover officers used uh, the bar's phone um, to call for the backup from the 6th precinct. Employees at Stonewall did not recall being informed by the independent raid. The raid did not go to exactly as planned though. The standard procedure was to line up the customers, check their IDs and have female officers take the customers dressed as women to the bathroom to verify their sex. After which many people who appeared to be physically male and dressed as women were then arrested. Those women who were, um, uh, those dressed as women refused to accompany the officers that night. The men in line started refusing to show their ID after separating those suspected of cross-dressing um, both patrons uh, and police officers recalled the sense of unease spread quickly, fueled by the police officers who began assaulting some of the lesbians by feeding some of them up inappropriately while frisking them. The police removed the bar's drinks, including cases upon liqueur and beer. Within minutes, between 100 to 150 people gathered outside, and after being some released from the Stonewall Inn, others had noticed the police cars and crowd. Despite the fact that the police pushed or kicked some patrons out of the bar, some of those were released by um, by the cops performed for the crowd, posing and saluting to the police in an exaggerated manner. The applause from the audience 
boosted their spirits even more. The second arrival of a wagon of police was delayed due to radio communications issues. Due to the delay on onlookers, the police began escorting Mafia members into the first wagon. Regular employees were looked were then loaded into the wagon. A bystander shouted, Gay power. Someone began singing, We shall overcome, and the crowd reacted with amusement and general good humour mixed with growing and intensive hostility. As the crowd began to boo, an officer shoved a person dressed in drag who responded by hitting them on the head with her purse. The bar patrons did not put up a fight when the police arrested them, with a few resisting, even some wriggling out of their cuffs, running around requiring four police officers to re-arrest them. As more members were being arrested, a commotion erupted. As more people arrived on the scene, the situation became more heated and violent. The police attempted to restrain some of the crowd, knocking a few back down, inciting even more bystanders, which the police left the handcuffed passengers in the wagon alone some of them escaped as the crowd attempted to topple the police wagon two police cars and police wagon a complete slashed tires left immediately beer cans were thrown and the police retaliated scattering some of the crowd which then discovered a construction site nearby with stacks of bricks the police outnumbered by 500 600 people apprehended several people, including folk singer and Bob Dylan's mentor, Dave Van Ronk, who happened to be drawn to the revolute from a bar or two doors away from Stonewall. Despite the fact that Van Ronk was not gay, but had subjected to police violence during anti-war protests. Ten officers, including two female officers, barricaded themselves with Van Ronk, Howard Smith, a village voice communist, and several handcuffed detainees inside the stone one in for their own safety. As the police grabbed the fire hose, the mob set fire a garbage can and stuffed it through the broken windows. The hose was inefficient, dispersing the crowd seemed to encourage them because it had no water pressure. When the demonstrators broke through the windows, which the bar owners had covered with plywood to deter the police raids, the officers inside unholstered pistols. The door flew open, the police officers drew their weapons and threatened to shoot all in a enraged crowd. Howard Smith, who was at the time, I've lost my words, Howard Smith, who was the bar owner with the cop, in the bar with the cops, snatched a wrench from the bar and stuffed it in his pants, not knowing if he needed to use it against the mob or the cops. He saw someone squirt lighter fluid into the bar. As soon as it burned, cops aimed sirens started shooting fire trucks started arriving the attack lasted about 45 minutes the new york city police department tactical patrol force the dpf arrived to the freed officers trapped inside stonewell inn one of officer's eyes was cut and several others were bruised as a result of being hit by the flying debris quotation from bob crawler I have been in enough rights to know the fun was over. He was walking his dog near Stonewall in at the time. The cops were truly embarrassed throughout the early night. Police persu- persuaded and pursued um, Stonewell 
members, but this was only the beginning as the protest lasted six days. During the Stonewall siege, the New York Times, the New York Post and the Daily News were contacted to find out what was going on about the rights. The rights were covered then, all in the three papers, with the Daily News putting it on the front page. The riot quickly became known as throughout Greenwich Village. The next night, writing in circulars on Christopher Street, uh, participants disagree on which night it was more frantic or violent. Many of the same people who had been there the night before returned, including hustlers, street youths and queens, but they weren't joined by then police provocateurs, curious bystanders and even tourists. Thousands of people uh, gathered in front of Stonewall, which had reopened, clogging the Christopher Street, spilling into adjacent, I can't say that word, oh my god, adjacent, there we go, uh, blocks. The crowd surrounded by buses and cars harassing the passengers unless they left. The crowd surrounded buses and yeah, they, so they basically harassed them. They get away. Uh, they admitted to being gay or impressed support for the demonstrators. Marsha P. Johnson was cl- uh, spotted climbing a lamppost and tossing a heavy bag into the hood of a police car, scattering the windshield. Now, if you don't know who Marsha P. Johnson is, she was heavily uh, involved in the LGBT um, rights. Um, she was an American gay liberal activist and self-identified drag queen um, who's mentioned known for being supportive of the gay rights, especially with all that was going on in the New York scene. Marsha um, died um not so long ago in 1992 the reason why a lot of people are talking about her death is because it remains unsolved at the moment uh, johnson's body was discovered floating in the hudson river shortly after the 1992 gay parade pride parade uh, police uh, initially ruled johnson's death as a suicide but his friends and others um members of the local community insisted that I'm going to say the pronouns they because I feel, yeah, uh, they uh, were not suicidal and po- uh, pointed out that the massive wound on the back of Johnson's head. Um, Johnson's suspicious death occurred at the time when anti-LGBT violence in New York City was at a all-time high, including biased crimes by police. Masher passed away at the age of 46. Uh, there's also not Netflix documentary if you do want to get to know about that and Marsha um I can't remember the name but I've seen it it was not so long ago released so if you do want to check it out please do throughout the neighborhood fires were started in uh, garbage cans most uh more than actually more than a hundred officers from the fourth fifth sixth and ninth precincts were present but the TPF arrived again after 2 a.m Kick lines and police chases came and went when the police apprehended demonstrators who most uh, most of them just witnessed uh, described as sissies or switches. Uh, the crowd surged to recapture them. Street fighting erupted once more until 4am. Due to the rain, activity in Greenwich Village was um, declined on Monday and Tuesday. Both the police and residents of the village had few altercations as both groups agonised each other. Not everyone in the gay community thought the uprising was a good thing. 
the display of violence and amphibious behavior was embarrassing to many of the older gays and members of the Machachin society who had worked timelessly through the 1960s promoting gays as no different than straights. In the response to the village voice coverage of the riots, which referred to the forces of uh, fragatory protesters swarmed outside the paper's uh, offices. Some of the um, um, advocated for the building's demonstration when the police pushed back, writing resumed, but only for a short time ending by midnight and this put the end of the rights. With Stonewall the spirit of 60s rebellion spread of the LGBTQ um, people in New York and beyond who had found themselves part of the community for the first time. True the gay rights movement did not begin with Stonewall. The uprising was a watershed moment. On the one year anniversary of Stonewall in raid gay activists in New York City organized the Christopher Street Liberation March to conclude the city's first gay pride week. As hundreds of people began marching up 6th Avenue towards Central Park, crowd supporters joined them and the procession eventually spanned to 15 city blocks, including thousands of people. The first gay parade took place in 1970. Some of the UK activists who were involved in the key moments of the US movement and they returned to form a British chapter of the Gay Liberation Front meeting for the first time in October in 1970 at the LSE Library, which was the first UK gay pride rally taking place a few years later in the 1st of July 1972 in London. Stonewall riots were such a watershed moment for gay and lesbian culture that many of the previous gay and lesbian cultures, such as bar culture formed over the decades of shame and secrecy, were forcefully ignored and denied. The riots erupted as the result of the bar raid became both a liberal example of gay men and lesbians fighting back the symbolic call of arms for many people. In 1994, New York City commemorated Stonewell 25th with a march of through Central Park past the United States United States, United Nations headquarters, according to estimated 1.1 million people would attend. Barack Obama had mentioned in his second inaugural address on 21st of January in 2013, I nearly said 2023, sorry. Um, Obama also mentioned the Stonewall rights in a call for full equality. We, the people, declare today that most of our obvious of truths, we are all created equal. It is a star that continues to guide us just as it guided our forefathers through the Seneca Falls and Selma and Stonewall. Our journey will not be complete until our gay brothers and sisters are treated equally under the law. Because if we are truly created and equal, then surely the love we commit to one another must be equal. At the end of the overall of the rights, um, the papers were the only ones that made coverage of the rights as no news reel or TV footage were taken of the rights. Um, there is very little photos as well. There is only one photo that of young youths um, kind of fighting back the police 
is the only proof really other than people who actually witnessed and were at the scene and to end all that i have a quote from tom cardamone cardamone i think I'm, I'm just gonna stick it with that stonewall riot may have been the start of civil rights movement but it was not the beginning of our history well there you have it that is the episode on stonewall um stonewall i'm, I'm taking a stonewall because it's cider this is cider cone I drink that I it's called Stonewell. I'm so well used to saying that. Oh that rhymed. Um <laughs> anyway, look, uh I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um I heard about this but I never knew what was the reason. Uh there's not much about it other than a few articles and there is a YouTube video. Um I did watch a couple of YouTube videos. There's actually um, so there's these four men who are on TikTok. Um, they're very popular because they're very funny, and um, b- basically they're called old gays uh, on TikTok. They um, they or I don't know who created their account, but basically the four of them just make TikToks. But there's obviously someone behind it, the videos doing all the editing and all that. But they um, they they talked about the Stonewall movement um, about that as well it was very interesting to hear about that and um also the american experience did a video about it which i watched and the history channel actually did it but their videos were quite short so if you do want to have a look at them i'll have the links below um other than that thanks for listening um i oh forgot to say stonewall is actually open still to this day so if you do want to go it's there um and there's a few more monuments at St. Christopher's Park, um, including one about for Marcia since her death. Um but yeah, that is it. Um thanks for listening. I hope this podcast recording goes well because uh it is raining outside and I was really worried when I was gonna record it it would be heard. Um it's kinda calmed down now, thank god thank god. But yeah, I probably would do a lot of editing with sound to reduce the rain uh if you do hear the rain i'm sorry we could say that's a bit of asmr also um just not to forget i'm going to be doing um fundraising for make-a-wish foundation on april 16th and nearly said 6th uh april 16th uh, i'm going to be doing fundraising for 24 hours for Make-A-Wish Foundation uh, and yeah can't wait to do that I'm gonna be absolutely shattered for it I think that's why I need the two days off afterwards but yeah um all for a good raising money for kids who who have terminal illness and uh, so they can grant their wishes um and always making important memories with their families and for the children of course so yeah uh hopefully you can check that out I'll put my socials down below um thank you for listening and i will see you guys out then bye thanks for listening to the shakespeare's podcast make sure to follow shakespeare's podcast on twitter and instagram at shakespeare's pod and shakespeare's podcast and check out shaylan on her socials at shaylana thanks again <laughs>